to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the gland glitz and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Hey there, how's it going? How's it going? Hello. Nice to see ya. How you doing? Welcome. Have a seat. Beautiful. Hi. Um, that was uh, my impression of a very insincere greeting, so... There you go. That's how uh, people greet you when they're mad that you come over to their place. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hey. Welcome. Um, you want to, like, food? Because there's none. What the fuck are you doing here? Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's fucking two o'clock. Anyway. <laughs> Melissa. Christopher. What would you say is your worst fear? Like the absolute worst fear, not just a fear you have. You don't know? You have to know it's your worst fear. You absolutely know. To be alone. To be alone, really? Like if everybody I know and love like just died or disappeared. Oh, I didn't know you were gonna say that. That would suck. That's probably not going to happen. Not everyone all at once, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could, but that's probably really rare. So, being alone. It's funny, um, if you look at horror movies, people spend a lot of time alone in those movies. And they're really scared when they're, when they're <laughs> it, alone. And then some guy in a mask jumps up very obviously, and like they wait to be killed, like good actors. They're like waiting, like, okay, let's think about their death now. <laughs> kind of like a um, upset puppy, you know, the scream. Um, and then, like, the knife comes down, and then, like, a whole. There's, like, a guy, like, standing off, like, the camera, and he's got, like, a bucket of blood, and he just, like, hurls it on the wall. <laughs> And you're like, that blood, blood doesn't work like that. It doesn't come out in buckets. But it's it's a stylized <laughs> choice. It's stylized. Did you expect me to say, uh, like, a swarm of bees or something? Uh, I was expecting uh, needles. That's what I was expecting. Mm. That's what I expected. But I also... It's funny, because it's not needles. It's syringes specifically. Syringes specifically. Yes. You have that phobia, right? Yes. See, I, I like I said in private, prior episodes, people who have these phobias are... Melissa's not an anti-vaxxer, but people who have them are more likely to be anti-vaxxers. Like, dramatically so. And tell, tell people about that, how it feels... Because that's interesting, I think, considering the anti-vax period we're in. And again, Melissa is not an anti-vaxxer. She's had her vaccines. Anyway, go ahead. What am I supposed to say about it? Tell me about uh, what creeps you out about the syringe. Oh, okay. So, uh, and this hollow needle, specifically. Um, See, some people are actually really afraid, like, terrified of it. But anyway, go ahead. I can feel 
when I get, like, a shot or when I get, like, my blood taken, like, I feel it being, like, sucked out of me. Like, some people can't feel anything. They don't feel anything. Yeah. Or um, if you do feel something, it's only a little, yeah. little bit. But, like, I'm super sensitive and I feel, like, all of it. Yeah, yeah. So, again, like, hypersensitivity yeah. to, to these things. Yeah. Keep going. So, I, I don't like it at all. Right. Very uncomfortable. But you still got your vaccine, right? Yes. Why did you still get your vaccine? Because I have a child. Right. So, because you of... You can't get a vaccine. Because of your child, you decided to, to get the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, so... It was still uncomfortable to you, though. Yeah. But it was it less uncomfortable because you were doing it for your son? Probably. Or, yeah. Okay, so, see, that's interesting. Uh, see, the, the thing that motivates um, some people with these phobias to get vaccinated is not any sense of self-care, necessarily. It's much more about, oh, I have someone in my life to protect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, not everyone with a phobia is um, rude. <laughs> this, that's, that's what you have to understand. And I think it's important for people to know that. And that's why I asked you to describe that. But like the sucking, especially of the syringe. Yeah. Um, I can feel that. I feel the blood being drawn out of me. I feel that sucking. Right. Suction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, don't like it at all. <coughs> one bit. So when you see horror movies with syringes, does that creep you out? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've seen her watch horror movies, and, like, she's fine until the syringes come out. Either syringes or clowns. Those are the two things that terrify I do not like Melissa. Clowns. It's weird, but, well, I, the clown thing makes sense, though. Explain the clown fear. So the clowns have to do with the fact that my mom loves clowns, and so there were, like, always these clown decorations yeah. around the house. Just, like, and staring I at just, you at night, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and you're, like, think, five years old, yeah. like, ah, uh, I just think that they're creepy. Like, I don't care <laughs> if they're smiling, I don't care if, like, they're sad. They like, are pretty creepy. They're just creepy. I yeah. don't really care I, what kind them. of clown it is. They're very strange. They just, in general, creep me out. Yeah. I don't like them very much. I get it. Yeah. Stupid clown. That sucks. And there are times where I bought clowns and painted them for her. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, clowns. Clowns. Yeah, uh, our son uh, loves clowns, so it freaks Melissa out. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Anyway, um... Uh, in terms of my fear, I think my greatest fear are seizures. Obviously, it's pretty easy, probably for people who listen to the show to guess, because um, you know you could do the dying thing, and that's not good. Um, and it creates yeah. a extreme uh, fear <laughs> and anxiety in some of us, not all of us, who have epilepsy. But um, I think a maybe a larger portion than people would like to admit. Um, but 
some of us the fear is like crippling and like you know it's very uh anxious feeling now when i'm on um my new medication i don't feel anywhere near as anxious i used to like really struggle um just to get through a day because i'd just be on edge all day just immensely afraid like all day and um i used to work like that isn't that crazy doesn't that just, like, blow your mind? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's, like, people are, like, get your ass back to work. And I'm, like, eh, I am going to see if this podcast thing maybe works out a little bit or something. <laughs> you know, and I think that's reasonable. This is the thing, is, like, I lived a shitty life for about, like, ten years. And, um, you know, that's just the reality of it. And, you know, the wages are so low in those days and to to go back to that and to risk your life for it because i don't drive just that's a that's another fear of mine is like you know going to, on public transit in this pandemic just mm-hmm. seems nuts i don't know how people do yeah, it yeah that doesn't sound like a good idea it seems scary like you almost um bathe in like clorox bleach every time you get off the train i mean like that's the only way to be safe there's a sign thing on it now that says like no mask no ride but like it's not just that it's people are gross and they take their mask off and they put it down on the seat and then it's the same fucking thing you know like i don't know it just seems stupid and then like they touch them, them their face or something you know there's this stupid like moth flying around anyway there's like a moth and like a dragonfly it's really weird anyway um so yeah i mean those are both fears um but the seizure one is worse way worse i'm not paralyzed by the transit thing it just kind of seems like i'd die and who the hell wants to die uh that's something you should all be afraid of is death it's it's, uh not something you want to go to and you shouldn't be afraid of it in a way that like ruins your life but you should definitely like you know it's not a not something you want to embrace or anything like that (laughs) just give it a hug empathize with it that's what um a lot of uh modern like pop psychologists would say like the ones like that are um, like Deepak Chopra or something like that, you know, the crazy nutballs. What you want to do is you want to let go of your mind and death comes into the window. Give him a hug, empathize with him, tell him your phone number, go to Denny's with him, <laughs> live inside of the mind of the womb of death. Anyway, <laughs> if you listen to some of these lectures, this is adjective on top of adjective on top of pronoun. Live graciously inside the life of the way of the Buddha and find the way of the way in the end of the way. You don't even know what they're talking about after a while. You lose the train of thought. It's all so mystical. That's the point, is that, like, it's not supposed to make sense, and that's why it's enlightening. No, I'm just kidding. I made all that up. Anyway, um, the way of the end of the way. (laughs) Uh, I have a fear of uh, bad 
bad um, advice. That's what I have a fear of. I think that's a healthy fear. What's a healthy fear you have? I would say that my fear of bees is a healthy fear. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I bees mean, can sting you. They can sting you. Like, There's no reason not to be afraid of bees, I don't think. I mean, like, I don't think that everyone is the same level afraid. You may be a little more afraid. Yeah. But... I don't think there's necessarily... It's not like you you should tell a person who's afraid of bees to, like, tone it down or anything. Be like, okay, that's enough. You know? <laughs> tone it down. It's not a big deal. The next thing you know, the person's getting stunned. Ah! <laughs> tone it down. That's a little much. Yeah, I know. I know you have a sticker in your eye, but calm the fuck down. I'm trying to take a picture for Instagram. Um, the benefits of fear Uh, an article from uh, psychology today uh, by christine louise uh, holbum 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 these names my goodness my goodness gracious with these names who knows where they're from It, it looks like a white lady to me but who knows? Who knows what region of the world Holb- the Holblums came from? <laughs> it's a colorful world, just like the other episode I did. Um, fear is not always a bad thing. It can sometimes move us to greatness. Fear is a tricky human emotion. It can paralyze you. It can keep you from your dreams. It can keep you small. It can also keep you safe. Fear can be your friend in just the right doses, but too much of it can kill you. My friend explained to me how she recently used her fear to confront an abusive boss. Her workplace situation had gotten to the point of anguish, so despite her fear, or because of it, she knew something had to change. So she gathered up her fear and took it with her into the meeting. Her body shook, her knees grew weak, but her resolve remained unshaken. See... That's a very interesting point because fear does that to performers all the time. It's not that people who perform, and I'm talking mostly about live performance here, obviously not film. It's not really the same thing. It's not as difficult, sorry. Anyway, um, if you're live and you're on the stage, you feel the fear, but it also motivates you. you. You learn to use it as a motivator. And that motivation calms that fear for all you young actors out there who are thinking to get into the business. Um, just as a little side note, learn to use your fear in general in life. Learn, learn to do it. You can do it. You have to confront it first. And that's really, really difficult for some people. But you can learn to use it for good. You think about... Um, horror movies right what's what's the the great thing about horror movies well they're using fear to provide you with a good thing which is entertainment and uh the actors on stage do the exact same thing (laughs) 
Fear tells us we are in danger, but oftentimes it is imagined, not real. My friend managed to stake her ground and defend herself in a bad work environment. Her fear informed her that something wasn't right, and after her meeting, the fear went away completely, and she realized it was a lot easier to have that conversation than she thought. Mind playing tricks on you, as always. Therein lies the clue. We often think things are going to be hard, and then are pleasantly surprised when they are not. Stress, for instance, is a subjective thing. Unless we are talking about physical strain, stress is typically induced by our thoughts about what is happening. It isn't the actual event itself that incurs the feeling of stress. It is our thinking behind it that does. And that's so true. If you change that thinking, then your stress will go away. Like, you have to think differently about the stress. You can't say to yourself, this person's in the room again. I'm going insane. <laughs> like, you'll see people do that. And it's like, you're stressing yourself so out. Bad. Calm down. If I see this person again, I'm going to go insane. Anyway. Um, yeah. I am a woman here, Mirar. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear. Anyway. Um, stress. Uh, well, I already read that. Moving on. Uh, stress is fear-based. We worry that things won't turn out, that uh, what is unfolding is somehow not right, so we take action or not. Depending on how we respond to things, uh, we are either more stressed or we go into a full release, allowing things to occur just as they might. I prefer the latter. Uh, releasing takes off the pressure, allows fear to go home, and for uh, possibilities to take root in even the most difficult situations. Uh, love your fear. That's all it needs. It only grows when you let it consume you. And that usually happens when we forget how helpful our fear is trying to be. It really wants our best. However irrational it sometimes is. Fear can be a very good thing indeed. It has its place in moderation. So, a healthy fear um, of life could save your life. Um, it doesn't have to be the bad guy. I'm scared of going too fast in a car. In a car? Mm -hmm. I think that's a healthy fear. I don't think you should do that. That's how James Dean died. Going too fast in a car. Yeah. Um, your fears are there for a reason sometimes. And, um, you know, you hear people these days, they talk about conquering fear. Don't do that. Don't do it. You don't want to conquer it. You want to love it. Just like this, uh nice therapist said um you have anything you want to add to that before i sign off no all right everyone love your fear and you can also love more content talk by donating at the support page on anchor or just by sharing the show around which i really encourage or if you like you can write a review of the show um whatever you like whatever the flavor you savor please do me a favor <laughs> you like that huh <laughs> Yeah, all those words rhyme. Perfect rhymes. Perfect rhymes. Um, and you can go ahead and follow us on uh, Twitter at more underscore content PLS. You could also follow us at more content talk on YouTube, Instagram, as well as TikTok. Scotty. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, 
All right, everyone. Have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, please, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. <laughs> Say goodbye. When life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Did you just repeat me? Goodbye.